Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Spend my dollar. It's not about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Run it again. Hello and welcome. I'm not going to, so quit asking. When you give me a hard time. For the listeners that didn't get to go. This is the payback. What you did last year really doesn't matter. Our goal is to have the kind of team that nobody wants to play. Hi. Hello and welcome to a Look What I Found edition of the Alabama Football Podcast as we continue our spring tour. Today, we're going to talk about three things that I've noticed so far during spring practice. Now, I'm recording this on April the 2nd, uh, so there are a handful of days into practice I don't know exactly the date that this is going to release. There'll be a, another handful of days that uh, that will pass. And probably over that intervening time, there'll be more things that we will have seen. But as we stand, uh, Sunday afternoon, the second, here are three things that I've noticed. Uh, spring practice so far, 2023, Alabama. Jalen Milrow has improved mechanics. I have noticed that. The videos and stills, hey, it's a limited site that I have. I'm not at practice. But the videos of practice that I've seen, even the still photos that I've seen, his footwork appears improved. Now, I'm not a quarterback coach, although I know one, but he appears to be striding into his throws. There's no back feet stuff. He seems to have a play, a, a stable sort of throwing or passing platform. Uh, and we could say it's just practice. It's just practice. It's all we have. I stood field level, and I, this is not a brag. It just happens, and it's one of my favorite memories, Alabama football-wise. I stood on the field for Austin P. a game that Milro, everyone knew he was going to play significant snaps for. And he looked like James Brown in terms of his feet all over the place. And if you were on a dance floor, it would have been quite something. Taking a snap to pass, nope, nope, it's not going to work. And uh, that has contributed to my thinking that Milrose is not going to be the starting quarterback uh, this year, that he's going to be beat, beat out by Ty Simpson. Now, I'm not changing that prediction. But, hey, these are three things that I've noticed in the old Arsenal days, three things that make you say, hmm, well, it's curious that Jalen Milrow is demonstrating uh, improved mechanics. And here's what I think about this. I think there's two takeaways. You can take it away sort of on the surface and say, well, that means Milrow is going to start, or that means Milrow is going to really compete for the position, or that means you're potentially wrong on who's going to be the starting quarterback. And that's not untrue. But I think there's a bigger takeaway than just Milrow, that Milrow is the canary in the coal mine on what I'm truly taking away from this. It means He's being coached. It means that there's quality coaching going into the equation, going into the process, and that he's absorbing that, which is, again, good for him on a sort of microeconomic level. But there's a macroeconomic level. If Jalen Milrow is being coached that well, that quickly, we're seeing a progression in his ability, his capability, 
his mechanics. Where else are we seeing that? Are the other quarterbacks okay? Receivers, offensive linemen, tight ends, running backs? Are we seeing, are they getting a similar sort of boost in the level of coaching that they're experiencing? I like to think so. I like to think that's true. So it's a curious, so it's a compelling observation. If you only limit it to the microeconomic Jalen Milrow, but at the macroeconomic, you could say that fundamentally the offense is going to see similar types of improvement. Again, this is one week into spring practice. Let's go all through spring practice. Let's go through scrimmages. Let's go through A-Day. Let's go through summer. Let's go through fall camp. And and then let's evaluate what we start to see in the season. I'm just saying there's a runway that says, hey, if this actually does tie back to coaching, then there's a multiplier effect. Uh, It's a force multiplier. Uh, And that's what I'm super excited about. All right, three things. That was one. Saban pleased but not satisfied. Now, Saban said that in a press conference. And I'm going to tell you what, that's exactly how I like my Saban. I like my Saban served up, pleased, but not satisfied. You know, Saban has talked about he started spring practice later this season because he wanted to allow the freshmen to act more time to acclimate. When has Saban given that level of rat's ass about the incoming freshmen? When he knows that he needs them. Hear what he said. He rescheduled all of spring. This is Saban who has a year-round calendar that's day 62. I need to do these three, three. Day, he had to rewrite his calendar to push back spring. Like, that's kind of a big deal. And he did it for this freshman class. He That must mean he likes the talent in the class. And it must mean that he knows that Alabama is going to need to rely on that talent. And so when he's pleased, oh, I like what I'm seeing. This is working the way that I thought that it could. But I'm not satisfied because we're not there yet. We're step three in a journey, right? That's what Saban is saying. But damn it, we're at step three. And that, I think, that I think is exciting. And so these players delayed. They've been on campus. They've gone through the fourth quarter program. They've gotten comfortable uh, on campus. It also suggests, hmm, there was a push to get more of them to come early. That's compelling. That's Saban saying, I need this talent influx. As many of you as can come in January, come on, come on, because you're competing for roles. And so that, too, is exciting. And to see, we've talked about a lot of positions, and we talk a lot about some of the freshmen. And so uh, I think Saban's telling us, if we're listening, here's what he's saying, what does he mean? If we're listening to Saban, Saban is saying these things. That's a little bit nerve-wracking relying on freshmen, but it's a little bit pretty damn exciting because what does this next two, three-year window look like for Alabama if the youngsters are that good that Saban's going to rewrite his year-projected schedule to accommodate them? Hmm. That's pretty interesting. That is compelling. I think something is being built here. That's what I think. All right, three things that I noticed. Let's go with number three, Malik Benson. Juco transfer. I think in a wide receiver episode, I call him man off the street. Talking about the Alabama program, I'm, I'm not wrong. I, I just don't mean that sort of in a pejorative sort of way. Uh, he's a Juco transfer, and apparently he's pretty good. He's been on campus. You can count with two hands the weeks that he's been on campus. All right, maybe you need a toe. 
Uh, he's been on campus not very long. You can count the months with one hand. And he was cited catching passes from Bryce Young during Bryce Young's pro day. That doesn't just happen. He was not just in the weight room and they said, hey, can you come help us out over here? I got to move a couch. Or, you know, can you catch a couple balls from Bryce? No, no, no. That's not how this happens. These are orchestrated events. Do you think for a minute that Coach Saban doesn't want Bryce Young to be the first choice in the NFL draft? Saban did a backflip somewhere when he had a quarterback win the Heisman. He's going to do a full-on gymnastics routine if he has that same quarterback go as the number one pick in the NFL. Because think about how much recruiting asset value that he can play from that. So for Malik Benson to be catching balls from Bryce during Bryce's pro day, that's pretty compelling, right? That is pretty compelling. I think this is Julio-esque. Remember way back, that fuzzy video, say uh, Julio's first, because he started in January, his first couple months on campus, and man, from a scrimmage, that down-the-field touchdown pass was released. And Saban was hopping mad, go fire somebody. Don't think that that wasn't planned. Don't think that that wasn't a planned release. Stuff like that doesn't get out. Malik Benson is a modern-day version of that grainy leaked footage from Julio. Think of the, the, the footage of Julio. You couldn't get to where you would need to be to film that if you were just a dude showing up for spring practice because you were in a, in a club. You couldn't get to that position of the stadium to take that picture. So it was leaked. It had to have been. Well, Malik Benson is a modern-day sort of version of that. Oh, the SEC Network's going to play Bryce's pass, Bryce's pro day. So everyone's going to get to see this. And I'm not going to act like I'm hopping mad about it. I just want people to take notice. This dude, he's good. And so Malik Benson, I think, is the third uh, thing that I've noticed. Uh, in the wide receiver show, I think I'm predicting that he's going to be the dude. He's going to be the number one wide receiver. I think Saban's kind of telling us that without telling us that. So that's what I got on that one. Hey, I hope you like the three things that I observed. What are the three things that you are observing during spring practice? Let us know. Uh, Alabama football podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know uh, because I'm sure that those are fun and compelling topics. Uh, maybe you've seen something that I haven't seen or you have sort of a, a perspective that that uh, that I don't have. That's the most fun, talking football in that way. So drop us a line. Well, maybe we'll do uh, a show or include that in, in another show. Uh, if you're going to be in a day, then let's have that conversation together and uh, let's hook up. Drop me uh, that email, uh, Alabama Football Podcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in that regard, uh, regard we're getting the uh, podcast travel uh, group uh, uh, group uh, squad uh, back together and uh, come hang with us in, uh, in Tuscaloosa. So drop us an email with that. In the meantime, this has been another edition of the Alabama Football Podcast. Roll Tide. Thanks for listening to the Alabama Football Podcast. We love that you're tuned in and hope that you enjoyed the show. We encourage you to reach out and let us know what you like, where we can improve, or just to shout out a roll tie. We are where you are. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, email newsletters, t-shirts, free roster downloads, and of course, 
on the web at alabamafootballpodcast.com. Check us out where you'll find easy links to your favorite way to follow the tide. Got that, Coach? Of course. Roll Tide.